of the book of Daniel, chapter number 3. And uh, we'll begin reading again. Uh, we won't read all of it for sake of time, but uh, we'll begin reading again tonight if it would if it'd be all right with you in verse number, uh, verse number 10, or verse number 8. We'll start at verse number 8 tonight. Daniel chapter number 3 and verse uh, number 8. If you're there, say amen. amen. Uh, the Word of God said, Wherefore at that time certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. And they spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet and the flute and the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery and the dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Now, verse number 14, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet and the flute and the heart and the sackbut and the psaltery and the dulcimer and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able. Somebody ought to say amen right there. He is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. I love verse number 18, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. We're going to jump uh, through some verses here. Uh, we know the story. We'll, we'll preach it verse by verse if we can. But you see, look over with me now, uh, if you would, in verse number 23. And the Bible said, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astoned and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the fourth, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace 
furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, the governors and captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was in hair of their head sins, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word, and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own. Looking now, two more verses. King Nebuchadnezzar said in verse 29, Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Now here's our whole thought. Verse 30, Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. If the Lord help me tonight, I'm going to swing for the third time. And I'm going to preach on this thought uh, from verse number 30, the price of uh, promotion. Uh, the price of uh, promotion. Please pray with me and pray for me tonight. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank for the opportunity, Lord. Uh, uh, God, to stand one more time now. Lord, I pray tonight that you fill me with the Spirit of God. I pray, Lord, for that touch and that unction, uh, Lord, that only you can provide. I pray, uh, Lord, the Holy Ghost would rest upon me. Uh, and God, that you'd not just preach to me, uh, but God, you'd preach through me to the hearts of your people. Now, Lord, I feel uh, the presence of the Lord already. So, God, I don't want to say or do anything to hinder or quit the Spirit of God. Uh, but Lord, we know you said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Oh, so God, I'm begging you tonight, Lord, help me preach. Uh, God, not that I would receive any accolades or any praise or uh, God, any credit for anything said or done. But God, we leave here saying, uh, Lord, that we've met with the Son of God. I pray, Lord, for that tonight that only you can do and for what you do in this place, for these people. We'll sure thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name and for it's sake. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated again briefly just to review. We all know the story but it's right here. My friend, where the three Hebrew boys have been just been dealt a task. No doubt, friend, they've never had to deal with such a test prior to this event. Can you imagine being Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego and you've been given an ultimatum. Uh, you've been given a choice. You're either going to bow and you're going to worship this false little G, false golden image of 
a God or you've got another option. We're going to burn you alive. We're going to tie you up and we're going to throw you in a fiery furnace and that'll be the end of you. Can you imagine? My friend, I'm afraid too many times that we read stories like this and we take them for granted. I mean, everybody's heard this story. Every child in the building probably has heard this story. But let me ask you something. When's the last time that you really sat down and considered the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I mean, would we be able to pass this test? Boy, we can look at this and say, well, they've done it. Hallelujah. But my friend, can I tell you tonight, we may never have to face a literal burning fiery furnace. But you better know something. Listen to me now. On a Wednesday night, I know it's the cream of the crop, but you better hear me and hear me well. There's some fiery trials coming your way. There's some fiery trials coming my way. Some of y'all have been at it a while and you've already passed a few tests and you've done been through the fire, so to speak. But can I say just because maybe you've done been through the fire once or twice before, it does not exempt you from going through the fire again. But may I say we can learn from the three Hebrew boys that God never brings a fiery trial my friend to destroy you and God don't allow the fire to come my friend to bring harm and hurt to you but my friend somebody ought to help me there's always a promotion that comes after the fire can I say Shadrach Meshach and Abednego in their faith and their loyalty to their God they convinced the heart of the wicked king to change his word and the king not only changed his word but the Bible said in verse number 30 that the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego my friend I've came to tell you one more time that there's some promotions that's already been rolled up and they're already sealed in your filing cabinet and God wants to hand them out to you individually and us corporately as a church if you will but my friend the promotion always comes with a prize it's never free you're going to have to go through some things for God to promote you I said this in the old building some of y'all remember this in the old building I don't remember if it's Woodbine that or there but I said this everybody wants the hand of God upon them would you help me right there is there one person in here tonight that would say no just Lord keep your hand off me I mean everybody wants the hand of God upon them but here's where the boys are separated from the men but very few want the hand of God in front of them the Bible said that the the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord I'm going to tell you what we're guilty of in 2022 we've got uh, my friend we're trying to make Christianity all about us and we're trying to we're trying to map our own course and we're trying to lay our own steps and we're trying to put our own destination in front of us and we're trying to every way in the world to get around the storm and go take a detour around the fire but my friend fire's required
required for the training and the purification of your faith. My friend, if you take a detour every time God's trying to help you, my friend, you're never going to get help. You always stay at point A. You always be a bottle-feeding Christian. Right here. 
I ain't really got to sit down and talk with y'all. Since you got called to preach. That's my fault. That ain't yours. That's my fault. I'm going to tell you something. Those fixing to get hit with a double barrel slug. Shotgun from hell. Yeah, you better believe it. Yeah, but there I am. Last one, if I think this is right, last one got called Bricks before him, Brother Teddy. Yeah. I looked him in his eyes. I said, Brother Teddy, I'm so happy for you. But the war is on. Yes, sir. Look at the Bible. You know, I'm no Bible scholar and I ain't been around 50 or 60 or 70 years serving the Lord. But I'm going to tell you what I have seen in my uh, going on uh, the 29, 29 to two weeks or so. I'll tell you what I have seen. Every time God does something, you better know that the devil's stealing off in the corner somewhere. And he's going to fire a shot. If nothing else, he's just going to fire a shot to discourage you. And if nothing else, he's going to fire a shot to make you doubt or to make you question or to make you wary or fearful. All of which does not come from God. Look up in it. Why do I feel like preaching? Listen to me tonight. Hey, some of y'all sitting here right now and you've got doubt in your mind about the things that God has told you. That didn't come from God, neighbor. God don't make you doubt. Some of y'all is fearful. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind. Some of y'all are ready. God didn't call you to fret. He called you to walk a threat. Somebody needs to look at that one. It's God in your eyes. Every time you go back to hell, where you come from? This is not a lost cause. <laughs> but it is a promotion at the end of that price. I'm telling you, I got Bible evidence to prove that there is a handwritten promotion from the king. My Lord in heaven. But so many of us cash out and we cash in we're like that old prodigal. We take everything we've got and we spend it, we waste it, and we spool it away. And I say, even for those of y'all, maybe you've done spent it. Maybe you've done took your promotion and shredded it. Ain't you glad for a prodigal story? My friend, all you've got to do, hallelujah, is realize you're not a pig. You're a son. That is
you got to get your smell off you. You get down to pigs, big lot, boy, it's going to stain you. It's going to put a foul smell on you. Well, I'll tell you something about men who's work with pigs. Anybody here who's working pigs, they'll tell you that smell. It not only gets on you, it's like it gets in them clothes. It gets in the fibers of the clothes. And boy, you can't hardly get it off of you. Can you imagine this old boy? My God, I'm, I mean, this is what the Holy Ghost preaches. For three weeks, I've got an entire outline. I ain't touched it. And I'll preach something different every week. You're preaching about it, right? Can you imagine that old boy? The Bible said he came to himself. Listen to me. If you are content with living in the stink, you will be there a while. Right. God has never forced himself upon anyone. He's never made anybody come home. If you want to eat with a swine, he'll let you eat. By the way, he went down there and he had all that inheritance. I bet he had all kinds of buddies. But the Bible said when he got down there in the husk and was eating with a swine, he looked around and there was no man to help him. That's exactly what the devil does. He'll talk you in to wasting away your promotion. You'll spin back and set up. And the next thing you know, you're isolated and all alone. Oh, yeah. There he was, and finally he got sick of living like a pig. I see his daddy was in the palace. He got to looking in the he got to looking at himself in his mind and said, Boy, I'm down here in the pig sign, but I ought to be in the palace. And may I say he came to himself. And boy, can you imagine that journey home? I mean, he looked like a pig, literally. He was covered and watered up in mud. He smelt like a pig. I mean, he was starving to death because he'd been eating like a pig. And everybody that knew him, when he was walking down that road, this is what I think. I believe the far country got on him so hot and heavy, they probably didn't even recognize him. They probably didn't know who he was. He didn't look the same. He didn't act the same. He didn't smell the same. I mean, this boy was royalty when he left. But on his way home, he's in ruins. And my friend, here he comes. Boy, he comes. And he's walking back home. And did you know that the whole time he's walking, there was something like him that was telling him, you might as well turn around. You laugh with the promotion, but you're walking back to pig. You laugh with the promotion in your hand, but you're coming home as no pig. Boy, I bet he wanted to crawl under a rock and die. But something he just said, keep traveling towards daddy. Keep going home. Keep making your way to the father. And wouldn't you know it, as soon as he topped the crest of the hill, that daddy was looking. And can I say, that wasn't the same looking boy that he seen the second time. That it was when he left. He didn't look the same. He didn't walk the same. He didn't talk the same. He didn't smell the same. He didn't act the same. Yeah, the father knew exactly who he was. Yeah. And he ran out on that old boy. Despite his shame, despite his smell, despite his promotion, had been shredded. And he fell on that boy. He embraced him. Yeah. He covered him. And guess what, Daddy had another dose of. <laughs> he had another dose of promotion. Yeah, man. Let me tell you something. Sometimes the price 
is a fiery trial just for being faithful. That's right. But sometimes the price is you taking what God's giving you and throwing it away. Two different prices there, but both of them are very costly. Come on, somebody. My God, I'm preaching, boys. I'm telling you, I know I'm on. I'm right where God wants me to be. Sometimes, said that piece a minute ago, they never left the father. They had to pay a price. But then that prodigal left his father, and guess what? Right. They had to pay a price. Yeah. But both scenarios, you know what you find at the end of the price? A promotion. My soul, I ain't even thought like this all week. This ain't in my mind. It's in my heart tonight. Listen to me. There is a promotion at the end of the price. Right. What, yeah. what, what would happen if that old prodigal would have got weary on his journey back home and said, you know what, I've done done so much, I quit. Everything God done for me, I've done wasted it. Maybe you have. But let me tell you something. God is a giver that never runs out of gifts. Well, I thought I'd get a Holy Ghost yes, suit for that. God is a giver that never runs out of gifts. And just when that prodigal thought he'd never get that. Matter of fact, what he said, he said, look, Daddy, I'm sorry. I understand if you don't want me to be your son anymore, I'll just be an old servant. But I ain't got to get out of the pig pen. He said, what did you say? You're no servant. You're my son. I tell you something. I don't care how bad it looks in your world. If you go home, in your mind, you're going to say, all right, Lord, I'm back. I'm a second-class servant. He's going to say, what are you talking about? You're a first-class son. That's right. Well, I want to make a Presbyterian shout. You're no second-class servant. You're a first-class son. And there's a roll painted on the back of daddy's door. There's a cow. There's a fatted calf. And a ring. I'm trying to tell you. Just pay the price. There's a promotion. Whichever price you got to pay, there is a promotion. There is a promotion. The price of promotion. I told you that story about three feet from gold. Some of y'all's heard it, some of y'all ain't. Old feller bought some property and mined it for years and years and years. Supposedly, this piece of land had, uh, <coughs> excuse me, had uh, gold on it. This old feller, he mined it, mined it, mined it, mined it, mined it. 30 years. Never found no gold. He got so discouraged. You know what he'd done? He, he paid a price. Trying to find that promotion. Taking all the equipment, all the man hours, the fuel. Right. Boy, he paid a great price. He thought, you know what? I've paid long enough. Somebody else can start paying the price. I'm done. Put her up for sale. Sure enough, put him a big for sale sign up on that piece of property. A couple days go by, old fellow come in there. He said, what are you selling this land for? He said, don't you know it's gold on this land? He said, I've been looking for that promotion for over 30 years. I'm sick of trying to find it. I've spent all I'm spending. He said, well, you really going to sell this? He said, yeah. He said, I'm going to buy it. He said, more power to you. And they wrote it up, made the deal, and paid the man, bought the property. Story goes, old man, I had it, moved on all this stuff. The other fellow moved all this stuff in. His boy said, boss, where do we start? 
Well, one thing I know to do is just go back to some of them old pits that's already been dug and dig a little deeper. First one they went to, they stuck an auger in the hole, down in the ground in that deep hole, and they drove down three feet. That's what they hit. They hit no. He received the promotion, didn't have to pay near the price. But let me tell you something. That old man would have just paid one day's labor. Just maybe one more tenth. He was only three feet from gold. What how many Christians quit three feet deep? Three feet shy of that promotion. Well, I've tried it as long as I can try. You might just be three more services from hitting gold. Oh yes. You might be three more prayers from hitting gold. Yes, sir. Well, I feel good tonight. You might be three more faithful weeks of hitting gold. You might hit gold in three days. Some of y'all want to quit right now. But you might quit three feet from gold. That man. Pay the price. There is a promotion. There's some people in this room tonight. They can tell you. It's worth the price. There's things in my life right now. Had I not went through that fire. I wouldn't have the promotion. That's not all. Listen, I'm not even talking about physically speaking. Talk about spiritual. You know the things that, you want to know the reason that I can pastor y'all right now? Listen to me, because I couldn't pastor you two years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's why you weren't here. Are y'all listening? Because yeah. I was an ignoramus. <laughs> and still am. Come on, but I'm a better one. Yep. <laughs> but I, that's the truth. You don't know, perfect time. If you would have showed up here three years ago, you'd say, bless that young preacher's heart. God bless you, son. I'm praying for you. Yes, sir. Because I wasn't prepared. You want to know what Brother Max would tell you if you ask him why he can sit here and preach for 27 years, submit and grow and learn under a young pastor like myself? He's going to tell you. Because that preacher has been preaching fire and trials. And he stayed true. And he stayed faithful. Now when I was in I didn't see a Max talking. Or Jeff Sheets or none of the rest of y'all people. No. I was looking at the ones I had and thinking, my God, they ain't going to be here long. Because I'm about to lose my mind. I'm about to flip out and go psycho. On somebody. I didn't want to pray about my problems. I want to hurt people. Come on. I mean, you might as well. I've been preaching my guts out with me. Calm down a minute. Hey, man, you're all right. I didn't want to try to pass the people through their trouble. Mm -hmm. I want to tell them how stupid they were and get it fixed and get it fixed now. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Do you know what God had to teach me? Not learning about myself. As I grow, everybody ain't up where I'm at. That's right. It's my job to lead them. Yeah. Yes, sir. Boy, it's a good day when the Lord taught me. That's why I made you the pastor, stupid. That's right. That's right. They're not supposed to think like you. You're supposed to teach them and train them to think with the mind of God. And then, as soon as I got them thinking like I was, you know what God done to my thinking? Changed it all. He said, okay, that worked for them, but it ain't working for them. Y'all with me? Yes, sir. What's that called when you climb a step at work? Right. You go up a step in the ladder, 
and he shows up in the darkest of places. Don't give up. Don't give in. Pay the price. There's a fourth man in the fire. You're under his wing. He said he'd never leave you. He'd never forsake you. Pay the price. Promotion's on his way. Pay the price. The price of promotion. I'm beginning to thank the Lord. Don't want me to preach nothing but what he gives me with this thought. And if y'all think that I'm lying about this, I've only been preaching 35 minutes. If y'all think I'm above coming in here on a Wednesday night for 10 years, I'm preaching on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I won't think twice about it. That's what God tells me. Because it's feeding me. I'm feeding y'all, hopefully, but it's sure feeding me. Lord, have mercy. I can look back on my life and fiery trials and the dark times. And you know what I see? It was just the price that had to be paid because there was a promotion on the other end of it. Amen. Exactly right. Exactly right. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not get the promotion without the price. Good right. He gave something that old wicked Nebuchadnezzar. He would never put his faith in the God of heaven. If he didn't, then boys wouldn't have made it through the fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. They could him to him. Brother Jeff, they were blue in the face because they did. Our God is able yeah. to deliver us. Even if we don't, he's still God. So. That's right. Good luck, King. Yeah. I didn't convince him. He thought they was crazy. <laughs> he thought they was like, you know what people think we are. Yeah. Fanatics. We're fixing the Lord's will. This baby don't be for our plans. Right. We're fixing going to another revival. We just had one a month ago. Right. Uh-huh. I've been here seven years. Some of y'all been here seven years with me. We ain't never done that. That's what God said to do. Right. We have a meeting in March, Brother John Dorsey. We're going to have one this month, Brother Jared. And then in, my, and then May, we're going to have one, Brother Bud. And then we got a special day in June. Right. We got a preacher coming in. Good. I don't know, but that's what God spoke to my heart. Man. You know what they think we are? Crazy. <laughs> Same thing they thought about Shadrach. King Nebuchadnezzar's not boy. I've seen some people that was brainwashed. You do know, listen to me, you might not hurt this yet, but you better know, you stick around here long enough, people's going to say, boy, they go down to that church where they brainwash you. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because we believe in standards. Yeah. Right. Separation. I'm not talking about Phariseeism and hypocrisy. I'm not talking about so separate that we're unspiritual. Oh, yeah. Right. Hello, there's a fine line. We're trying to walk it, not be too far right or too far left. Yeah. You go too far right, you're a legalist. Right. You go too far left, you're a full-blown liberal. liberal. Right. I just want to be a Christian. Which way do we go? Just follow him. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, he said, I am the what? Sounds good to me. Sign me up, Lord. Right. What are we going to do if we run out of money? Just going to keep doing what I'll be. I hope it is. Lord, here we are. We're broken again. Following you. You know how many arguments I had with the Lord? Some of y'all 
heart. You're better than me. How many arguments I had? God, you told me to do this. Why didn't you provide? I couldn't see him, but I looked back. Here's where I was. We was in the fire, and I said, here we are. Brother Jack, just me. And the three church members I got. Why do we keep doing this, preacher? I've tried to quit, and I can't. What are we going to do? We just walk in this big old building, all this property, got all these, all these debts that we can't afford, half the churches left. What are we going to do? I don't know. Just trust him, I guess. Keep coming. I told them we don't come until they pack off the doors. That's right. And then we'll just set up in the parking lot. Amen. I said it last week. Y'all remember me standing right here and getting our bills out and saying, all right, this is how much our water is this month. Is there anybody that can pay it? I would never do that. I didn't know what else to do. You think I wanted to? No. no. But I just knew God said keep going. That's right. That's right. Follow that. That's right. I had to embarrass myself. He right. taught me that. Bring me down. Oh, you want me to be a pastor, huh? Okay, let me turn you to a beggar for about a year. Yeah, that's what you get. I've been a beggar with all I'm talking about within this church, folks. Please and bang. Yeah. Y'all want this church to go on. Just please believe me. God did start this work. I believe. They're looking around thinking. Yeah. I hope so. I'm telling y'all, God told me to do this. Boy, got pricey. But now we're on this end. Listen, we got a long way to go. But my God, from where we were, where we are. Yeah. Listen. If we, as the church, you all was here, we just thrown in the towel and not been willing to pay the price. Because it was a price. Spiritually, mentally, financially. Where would y'all be tonight? Y'all seeing this? Where would they in mind up? There's other good churches. It don't matter. They said it was going to a good church going to the church that God wants you. That's right. They good churches, but God don't want you there. I mean, yeah. it ain't going to do you much good. That's not right. right. <laughs> Where would they be? Where would I? Where'd that little fellow be tonight? Right. I don't think it's the only place that he could have got saved, but I know it's perfect will of God for him to get saved here yeah. and have his first Holy Ghost heat stroke. That's right. So, hot hands heat stroke. Where were the Bennett's? Where are they around that? They probably moved back. They moved down here. They didn't know why. Brother Jacob, this family, they've been with us now. I don't know, pretty decent while now. Brother Sean's back there, been saved, baptized, helping run the sound. This family, they moved. They said they really didn't know why they moved. Started coming to church here. Brother Sean stood up. He said, I know why we moved. God moves down here for this church. Amen. Uh, yes, sir. Thank the Lord. Still one of the members that's paid the price. What if we give up? Are y'all seeing the importance? 
I'm talking about this is promotion. This is a huge promotion. That is right. That's right. Look, look here. Look here. Penitence. They said the churches, but they the right one. How do you know that? Because this is the right one. That's right. I don't know where they'd be. Maybe not even in church. Don't know. What if you get up? I tell you what you'd be by your husband's own testimony. You'd be divorced. Yeah. That's what he says now. Probably. They come in the early stages. Got both of them got saved when Chris got called to preach. We went through the big blow up when Chris left. Prayed for two years. He came back. Got things right. He's working tonight. That's all the reason he's not here. <laughs> she came from hell on by herself, crying every service. He says he's never coming back. Right. He says he don't believe this way no more. <laughs> Am I telling you right? She's told me. He told me, Brother Josh, he literally hates you, despises you. You know what I look at her and say? That's all right. The Lord's bigger than his hate. Yeah, man. And the Lord's, the Lord's a lot more bigger. He's bigger than his stubbornness. Yes, sir. Yeah, He's man. bigger than his hard heart. You just keep coming and praying and doing right. Boy, it didn't seem like that smoke was ever going to clear, but it did. Amen. Amen. Y'all with me? Yeah. We got more roses in the flower shop. Right. God in heaven knows rat bugs were eating up. Who knows? But John, I mean, I ain't, you know. Where'd John be right now? Right. Sure, your world ain't perfect, but it's a whole lot better than it could have been. Right. I'm so enamored, I'm still praying. I'm trying to get y'all to see. That's right. Right. Man. Dick? What if we just shut up shop? What what happened? What happened to y'all? What how she have made it through some of the troubles, trials she's had up here with lately? Right. Uh, and you're fixing that. Well, you're going through something. You're going to have to go through some more. Well, y'all did. What happened? Y'all do understand this was all a possibility, right? right? Just a handful will to pay a price. And everybody's a part of the promotion. The day you stepped right in the room. Don't have to go into great detail, but we hit a little stunt. Boy, they eat me up for a couple of days. And I had to call him. I said, Brother Dave, I want to ask you to try something. I'm not saying your world would have turned inside out, upside down, you'd have died. I ain't saying all that. But I am saying, you're right, I believe you're right where you're supposed to be. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. 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 Yes, sir
face of crisis already. But that right there, and nothing else ever happened. It should be worth it for him. Yeah, man. You got two other nine heads that's going to get it. Three. The other nine heads just literally, he's right now, you can't see him yet. Right. He blends in the rush. You know why? Now look, I ain't got everything to work off of, but one thing I can assure you of, if you just come here, the Lord will be with us. Yeah, he will. Yes. You should believe it. That is right. Yes. I'm going to have this time that I've had this year. Just come out there and pick you up and run around that parking lot. <laughs> you don't know where my heart went. It went to being saved in our world. Come here, sorry. I got saved. Same page. This boy just got saved a while ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How important is that? Well, y'all got a pastor out of this. I'm not trying to put nothing on myself, right, Brother Dax, right. but I'm just telling you. Yes. Exactly right. This was me. Yes, it yep. was. Yeah. You got a pastor out of that deal. Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> it should. That's why I hugged him and cried. I said, brother, I'm sure thank God that you got in there now, boy. I'm glad you got saved. That's right. I took me a victory lap or two with him. <laughs> Told him and prayed to God I didn't fall verse. <laughs> I want him to know that ain't no little deal. It is right. Let me tell you something. He got promotion, but it didn't come free. No. He paid the price. Yeah, man. Y'all seen how this works? Yes, sir. Yeah. I hope y'all are okay. I know I was in better gear, preaching gear earlier. Oh, right. Right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Right. Come here, Hope. I got to be for the face of Christ. Yeah, this awesome. Yes, sir. Oh, Lord. We've been through the fire. Amazing. Some other I'll tell, some other I'll never tell. God's gracious. Thank you, Lord. Oh, over this and right here. God's very gracious. Not so much I want to say, but I won't. Right. Yeah. I received my promotion. I was on that altar. Very gracious. And she got born again. Yes, sir. Come on, everyone. And then tonight, for her to stand by her daddy. Very safe. And grab a microphone. Thanks a lot. You sing to the Lord. Yeah. I'm going to say this. There's some brethren that will throw me into hell because of my madness. I'll stick with you. I'll stick with you. I'm going to tell you all something. I find hell. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yes. yes. Got to. You better believe oh, yes. it. <laughs> oh, listen. Yes, I think. Eighteen years old. Right. Senior in high school. Come on, preacher. Out of the will of God. Mm. Living for me and my cash. Mm. Got told I was gonna have me the blue eyed baby. Lord have mercy. Now, I was a boy. Mm. Don't understand that, right? Mm. Eighteen year olds are, are they're not meant to be daddies. Yeah. My whole world.
shattered. I remember calling my mom. I said, Mom, how's up, Daddy? And I knew I was going to break her heart. Didn't know what to do. But it was just some time later. And I looked in that mirror and God spoke to my heart. Come on, preacher. And he said, This is not who you are. Saved at seven. But from 14 to 18, me and my whole family out of church. Started living just like the world, you know. Doing what teenage boys think supposed to do. And I got and this close to destroy my and hers. But I told God, <laughs> if you'll take me back, like I am, I'll let you. You know what he said? And I laid on that altar and I repented of my sins. And I told him, Lord, I'm giving all of it to you. I'm giving you me, my eyes, my ears, my whole order. And then I said, God, I'm giving this little girl to you. Lord, you give her God. She's mine. You give her to me. But God, I don't know what to do. So I'm giving her back to you. Yeah. At two years old, come here. I'm sorry. I'm about to leave. Can you get up? Where's Elijah? Probably outside smoking cigarettes. Get up here. <laughs> 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 you try to leave? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sit there. Two years old. You step over. Just a second. Mind your own business. Leave us alone. Look here. Two years old. Don't drop me in. She is too. Yeah. That's all she knows. That's all she knows. Let me tell you something about this one. This lady right here, she loved her. Yeah. Thought she carried her for nine months. Oh, yes. She's been a godly example. Yes, she has. Come on, preacher. She's trained her right. Yep. She teaches her. She loves her. And sometimes she even corrects her. I know y'all don't believe that. That's all right. But she does it in humility and grace. Yes. And then a few years after that, God brought us not head. He needs saved. So y'all start praying, God saved. I mean, he's lost. He was lost. lost. He was saved. <laughs> and here about any day, Literally, could be tonight. We got another little baby girl on the way. Amen. Now listen to me. The brethren looked at me, some of them, and called me out. But brother Jeff, I'm glad when they counted me out, they counted me. Yeah. Yeah. This is grace. Grace. This is God's amazing grace. On my life, there was a price. And look at here. It wasn't one of those like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This was a prodigal son price. And I'm trying to tell you, even if you messed up with the far country, look at the promotion. 
Yes, look at the promotion God has given me. Right. This, this is not just a good wife. She's a godly wife. That's right. Yeah. I don't have to beat her over the head and make her be a Christian. That's right. I don't have to question her, make sure she's been doing what she's supposed to be doing. She loves the Lord. Yeah. He needs to get saved. <laughs> Y'all looking at me to look here. This is a promotion that only God can give. I love y'all. Thank you. Can you sit down, baby. Thank you. I'm sorry I didn't mean to get scared away. You're all right. You're all right. But I know there's some people in here probably going through some of those same thoughts I have to deal with. Lord, I've done. You know, boys, I looked at my life and I thought, man, I am blue. I'm the best raised a man could ever have. I'm telling the truth. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, Bible school, vacation, uh, uh, vacation Bible school, revival, camp meeting, youth camps. You name it. Mom and Dad drove me all over the country. Yes, sir. Trying to get me God. Got saved, but again, 14. Got out of church. Went to the far country. And blew it all. She all about that when came home. He still had another one waiting on me. There's another promotion. Are you willing to pay the price tonight? I've said so much. I'm, I'm sorry. I probably said too much. But that is And I wish I could get out. I haven't seen it. Now, I don't know all your stories, but I know this. You've paid the price, boy. You little wife. All for two kids. Yes, sir. It's all been good. Guess the best thing we all do is just stay in. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. I'll play my own invitation. If I was you tonight, I'd gather these offers. Yeah. I don't know what you need to talk to the Lord about, but I bet you got something to talk to him about. Mm. Won't you come? Every head bowed and dry clothes, won't you come? Mm.